You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show Jerry. All right, here we go. It's Thursday, end of the week. Uh, Jerry now with you. What is up, sir? Oh, Mookie hi, Jerry. Shaw, Mex, Doc, and the kid. That's right. It's the seven line. The seven line. The seven line shirt, Jerry, from 86 Mets. We all love the 86 Mets. We do. So much so that I followed Daryl Strawberry to Los Angeles and San Francisco and then to Minnesota and to New York. He played for Minnesota? Uh, for the, uh, it was a independent league. Is that right? Yes. And I remember trying to get updates back in the 90s about what he was doing while playing for that Minnesota team. I forget the name of the team. Now you'd just be able to follow him on Twitter. You could have, but not anymore. Uh, and then, of course, the Yankees. Do you remember? I've asked you this before. So the back of the jersey is what number? Uh, 39. Do you remember the other number he wore with the Yankees? I do not. 26. How about that? So I was actually stunned. Nobody complained that I was wearing a Yankee jersey today. Not was, one person said anything to me, which was surprising. No, this, this may be obvious, as when you say it, I can't tell you who it is now, but it was 18, not a current uh, Yankees don't have that jersey available. It's a great question. I don't know the answer to that, yeah, actually. I, I can find out as we're doing this and have an answer right, by Jerry. the end of the podcast. Oh. But, yeah, so that was it. Um, was that for a tease? So a lot of interesting things today. The governor was in. That was always he kind was. of fun. Uh, and I did, did you bring up, I know I saw you do it on Twitter. Did yes. you bring up the Amityville Horror House? I or did was not. That, not horror. Horror. Horror House. Right. Or was that something I just saw on Twitter online? Uh, yeah, I tweeted it. But, uh, yeah, the, the house in Amityville, Long Island, uh, which was made famous because it is the house where the murders occurred that then um, brought about the book and the movie, The right. Amityville Horror. That house is once again for sale. That's what, that's what yeah. I saw you say, yes. And I tweeted out uh, the Zillow listing for it. Now, of course, it doesn't say, oh, by the way, this is the Amityville Horror House and people were murdered here. But uh, I, do, I was looking at the Zillow listing. Interestingly enough, there are tons of pictures on the Zillow listing uh, no inside shots, <laughs> just external shots. And they say in order to make an appointment to look at the house, you have to prove that you have the funds available. Mm. You know, they don't want schmucks like me going sure. over there and just wanting to take a look through the house. Yeah. Now, I was looking at uh, some of the history of the house, uh, and there have been multiple owners there. Some people, uh, families have lived there for 10 years at a time. You know, right. the murders, I think, happened in 1974. Okay. Or maybe that's when the movie came out, somewhere around there. Uh, early 70s is when the, you know, you could say whether the house is haunted or not haunted. The fact is six people were murdered there. Yeah, that's never good. That's true. Yeah. And in each of the bedrooms, you know what I mean? Like, so each person was murdered while they were sleeping. Right. So I, right now it's going for $850,000. It's a beautiful house on Long Island. In fact, when I was doing my appearances at uh, Security Dodge, it's 
a stone's throw from there. So I I, I took a ride over there one day. I think you should buy it just so when you go over there, all you do is walk across the street. That's true, Jerry. Um, would you uh, be able to live? Let's say you were in the market for a new house, in a na- in a, and in this house was in the neighborhood that you were looking in. Right. And it was... It was priced competitively with the other other ones. Uh, would you be able to live there if I knew it? If you knew, well, they have to disclose that uh, before you purchase that uh, murders occurred. It's kind of eerie. It's not Very that it would eerie. bother me uh, to where I would, you know, you tell me there are ghosts in the house. That's a different feel. I just, I don't know. There's something eerie about it. Yeah, you know, it, it's would it prevent me from buying? It's a great question. I, it might. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know that I would or I wouldn't. Which brings up the question, if you found out, now your place is relatively new. My place that I live in was built in 1956, I think. Like, if I found out now someone was murdered there, I might actually have to put the house up for sale. Right. But who's going to buy it? Yes, because you would have to disclose. That's interesting. Yeah, it's a great question. I don't think I would. I don't I don't know I wouldn't, but I don't think so. Yeah, I don't either. I always feel like, even if something's not haunted, it's just would give out a bad vibe. Plus, who wants to spend almost a million dollars on a house that you might not feel great about? Right. That's a tough sell. Shouldn't they just make that a museum? Um, Yeah, I don't know. You know, it's been sold, like I said, multiple times, uh, one time for over a million dollars. Really? Yeah. Well, then I guess, you know what? There are people out there that'll buy it. Good for them. And the last people that live there who have it up for sale, they lived there for 10 years. And supposedly um, nobody ever had any issues in the house other than the people who moved in right after the murders. Oh, really? Which they say those people were um, uh, defaulting on their mortgage and they needed uh, a story to tell to why they wanted to get out. Interesting. Yeah, and that they made up all these stories. Hmm. But it's uh, just still creepy to me. They they changed the uh, the windows of the house. They used to be kind of unique looking mm-hmm. windows that kind of looked like eyes. And that's what faced the street. They changed those windows, I guess, to try to deter people from right. finding out which house it, right. it is. But, uh, yeah, it's kind of uh, I would say if I was going to buy, I, I would have to rip out a lot of walls and rebuild. But what if the to ghosts, get a different feel out what, of the house. What if the ghosts like to live in the walls and then you're disturbing them? Oh, we're talking about ghosts now? Yeah. Oh, I, I don't believe in ghosts. Oh, okay. But you, just, but you wouldn't want to live there because bad things happened in there? Yes, it, but the not idea ghosts. of sitting in a room, right? You said people were murdered in this yes, house, right? Yes, they were murdered in their beds as they slept. The idea of of going into the bedroom and just having that image in your head, that's why I said if now I found out, I've been living in my house for 11 years, I don't think anything of it. If someone told me now in 1963 someone was murdered in that kitchen, how could you ever step in that kitchen again right. and not think of that poor person? Now, you said you recently discovered there was a fire in your house we did. prior to you owning it. We did. You we saw some charred we, we wood. We did a room... As we've basically rebuilt this stupid house. Great purchase this was. God, shoot me. Um, so we redid one of the final rooms yeah. in the house that we hadn't done since we moved in. And so they ripped the ceiling out. And the contractor's like, were you aware that there was a fire in this room? And I said, no, how can you tell? And he goes, look at all the... It was rebuilt above the, you know, inside the ceiling. So there was nothing compromised. It was all fine. And there were new beams put in. And, you know, there were new... Um, support beams so everything's okay but they didn't take the old ones out so you had new beams basically running side by side with these ones that were blacked out and i mean just unbelievable i didn't no one ever disclosed to me there was a fire in this house yeah and by the way i'm still not even sure there was i don't I, that's what he thought it was i'd be okay if i found out now like someone died in my house but of natural causes that's different like an old woman died there she was 80 percent different that's fine yes that's life and it happens other than someone brutally being murdered yeah now you don't have to report 
to a real estate agent and a real estate agent doesn't have to report to you if someone died of natural causes in a house. But if someone was murdered, yeah. they, they do have to disclose that. freaking crime scene. Yeah, like my girlfriend's house uh, down the Jersey Shore was built in the 20s. Right. I don't like walking around there when, when it's dark. I don't. Why? I, I, who knows what's going on? Well, what today? do you think is going to happen? I mean, 1920s, that was a long time ago. Who knows? By the way, really, probably built better then than they are now. Yes. But, like, I would never, here's the thing. I would never go to the basement in the dark. That's for damn Take sure. Take a flashlight. What do you think? Flashlight. That's where the monsters there? hide, Jerry. I mean, what is wrong with you? Yeah. I and mean, it was, uh, she looked at the history of the house. It was all like nice, happy families lived there. And so they li- the lived there forever. Right. So there have only been like three owners. Is that true? How yeah. long is she there? Only a couple of years. Oh, okay. I thought she was there longer than that. Yeah, no, only a couple of years. But I guess the woman before her had been there like, you know, 60 years or something. And that's great. Did she yeah. die in the house? She did not. Okay. At least I hope she did. Her husband? No, I don't think so. Their parents? Uh, no. Good. Although the person, the 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 family that le- that's selling the Amityville Horror House, the uh, the woman selling it, her husband passed, but I believe he, I don't think he was killed by a spirit. I, I believe he just died of natural causes, being old. Right, that's usually what happens. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. By the way, before you go on, yes, Jerry. In 1996, Mariano Duncan wore number 18, so that is why. Oh, okay, for the now Brocious had it, which I knew, but that was in the 2000s. Uh, I guess 98, too, probably. But um, I did not remember Mariano Duncan wearing number 18. I see. How about this, Jerry? Here's a study from the CDC. Now, what is that? The Centers for Disease Control. Why do I tell you that? It's not some fugazi study that I normally you tell you leave? about. No. You're interviewing yourself. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to ask you this question, Jerry. What percentage of adults floss every day? Every day? What percentage? 15 it's actually 32%. Oh, okay. But I thought that was terrible. Are well, you? I, I do not floss every day. You don't? I, not every day. When do you decide to floss? When you feel something going on in your teeth? No. Um, that's a great... I'll tell you, when I don't shower... See, unfortunately for me, my stupid house, the shower is downstairs, which is absurd. Dumbass house that I bought. Anyway, back to the point. When I don't shower um, at night and I just brush my teeth, I have stuff upstairs and downstairs... There are a lot of nights I do shower uh, before I go to bed. I don't have floss in that bathroom. Mm-hmm. Nights I don't shower before bed, I'm upstairs, I do. And so that's floss. probably three days a week probably. Right. So I'm not every day at all. Right. I would say not even, maybe not even half the time, but close to half the time. All right. Now, I was not a flosser earlier in life, but I had read somewhere that uh, when people have bad breath, a lot of times it's because food is caught in their teeth. I believe that, sure. And I'm somebody who's very um, locked in on people's breath. You're into breath. I'm not like a really, people's breath freaks me out. Sure. Like anything, like I'll see Craig eating certain things, I'm like, oh, his breath. Like that's all I think about is breath. But as long as you're not hitting the face with it, so be it. Yes, but I'm saying like for me, so then I get nervous, do I have food between my teeth that's giving me bad breath? So I try to floss every day. What's interesting is you never forget the bad breath. Meaning, so remember when the um, Jets and Giants had a collaborative press conference about the new stadium Mm -hmm. that they were building, and then the Jets and Giants had their separate ones where they invited the media to show how the stadium was going to look when they had their home game. And so I got the, you know, the one-on-one, like every reporter did with Woody Johnson. And this was after the luncheon. Now, I had actually interviewed Mr. Johnson on a few occasions because he's very gracious with his time. No issue. But at this luncheon, they had subs that were just laced with onions. 
And I had him, I talked to him last. And I remember I was thinking, I can't end this fast enough. <laughs> I mean, I can't do this. Right. I'm sitting there with the microphone and I'm standing further and further away. And it just, I mean, like a roundhouse kick to the cheek. Stop talking. But I need him to talk. You don't forget those things. No. You and- never forget those things. And like I said, every other time, never an issue. But after what we just ate, oh. And there's nothing that really solves bad breath other than treating it and time. So in other words, if he swished with Listerine right after the onions, it would still penetrate the oh, Listerine. It's still coming right through within five minutes. Yeah. There's like, nothing you can do about it. Yeah, that has to have, leave your body. Have you ever had it? Now, what's funny is this past weekend, uh, my wife and I got subs on Saturday in Red Bank. And I, I'm always very, very clear. No, I hate onions. I think they're the most See, most, onions and garlic. I think are disgusting. Most people hate onions, and yet they put onions on everything. I do not. I put onions on nothing. I'm saying the restaurants. And so, yeah. And so, I was very clear. We get home, take a bite or two, and she looks at me. She goes, "Uh, this has onions in it." And she was standing next to me when I told the guy, and I took a bite too, and I didn't really notice it. Within five minutes, I'm like, "Wow." You're right. And then I went to take them off. They were chopped. The whole sub was ruined. Right. And my day was ruined. And I walked around literally with gum and mince because we had a game that night. I just, it's disgusting. It's I don't good. understand, like, the breakfast Craig orders like he did today, uh, bagels, lox, and onions. I don't. How is that and a breakfast? And he puts it all on it. Right, but how is that, how did that ever become a breakfast thing where onions are included? I don't know. I, I honestly have no idea. Weird. You know what doesn't have onions, Jerry? <laughs> What's that, Al? The Touch of Modern website. You don't even have to ask no onions. There are no onions on there. No onions, none. But what they do have, Jerry, the latest electronic gadgets, great iPhone accessories. Yeah. Sexy home decor. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, men's fashions. Nice. Men's watches, both vintage and modern. Things for your father for Father's Day. Now, does your dad have an iPhone? He's got some smartphone, right? Some type of smartphone. So my dad just got an iPhone, which nice. is pretty wild. And you want to talk about? You just talked about the cool things they have for the phones and the tech gadgets. Yeah, and all gadgets, that. Jerry. How about what they have right now? at touchofmodern.com. I'm telling you, if you need something for dad and your dad's got an iPhone, this mm-hmm. is it. A slim storage iPhone case made by Slider. Now you say, well, what the hell is that? What is that, Jerry? That is one of these normal covers for you. Know, everybody's got a cover on their phone. We do. Right? You have Protective to have a cover. cover. This thing has a backing that slides out like a wallet for your credit cards, debit oh, like cards, that. and cash. So now I don't have to carry a wallet. How awesome is that? I just I'm, carry my listen, phone. Listen, we do, we do these commercials. We have fun with them. We do. I am not kidding. Get this for your dad if he's got an iPhone. Right. Touchofmodern.com. Now, how would I do that? You go to touchofmodern.com. Oh, that's a website. Yes, it's a website. Oh, Absolutely. I see. It's and also, you haven't mentioned this, Jerry. It's also an app on your phone. It can be an app on your phone, yes. Do me a favor. The next time you're at your house and you see your dad, download the Touch of Modern app for his phone so then he could start picking out his own stuff. I love the one. He could pick out the color that I'm going to get him. Oh. Because I see orange, black. I see blue. I mean, how cool is this? Get him black and blue. It'll they make got, him look tough. No, it's one. Oh, it's either it's one. It's blue or black or orange or gray. I think they have Okay, too. got it. Wow. Jerry, right now, listeners can get great deals just in time for Father's Day when they sign up at touchofmodern.com. That's touchofmodern.com. Do it today because tomorrow, Jerry, they change it all up and there'll be new products there. This is what I hear. Yeah, that's how life rolls in the fast lane. Here's something, Jerry. I'm going to see if you would be up for something like this. It's uh, They're saying the next trend in male grooming. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. I think I'd do fine with that, but all right. You've heard of, uh, for women, breast lifts. That's sure. where it's not necessarily implants, but uh, yeah, you yeah. just tighten it up a little bit. Yes. Well, the latest thing going around is, um, well, scrotal lifts for men. As we age, Jerry, the elasticity in our testicle ball skin sags a little bit. What this is, is it just tightens up the skin a little bit so you don't have sagging balls. Now, I can't believe this, but this article says that George Clooney, <laughs> that George Clooney admitted to having it done in 2008. Okay. Another, well, he had what is called the male laser lift. So uh, why are we surprised that he admitted it? The, why would a man admit that? Yeah, Michael my Douglas balls said he lifted. got throat cancer from Connie Lingus. Connie Lingus? Is that what it's called? Is that a woman? No. Isn't that what you, yes. you pronounce it? He did say that. And Catherine Zeta-Jones nearly threw him out the house. I think it's Cunnilingus. <laughs> Whatever the hell it is. Cunnilingus was a uh, teacher I had in college. You get my point. Yes. I don't want to say it the other way. I've heard that, though, by the way. There are some men who will okay. no longer perform that act on women because uh, they say you could get mouth cancer from it. All right. I'm just saying. Thank this uh, scrotal lift, though, Jerry, <laughs> looks interesting. They say you can do it on your lunch hour. Do you have a lunch hour today? Did you want to go over and get Actually, a scrotal lift? I had plenty lift? of time today. You do? <laughs> I didn't feel too needed today. Oh, well, this scrotal uh, lift, they say, is uh, not all that painful. It could be done on your lunch break. and It'll make you feel younger. There's also a thing called male laser lift where it's laser treatment that removes hair and sort of irons out the skin on your ball sack. Sort of they call it like a ball ironing. They just make your testicles look younger. So that way, if you were in the locker room at the gym, people would say, well, you... I don't know what it is about you. You seem younger, more vibrant. You tell it's my balls that they're no longer wrinkly, especially in the summer, Jerry. You know how sensitive they are to the uh, humidity. Uh, you are giving Eddie a plethora of things to start <laughs> playing. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. And I am keeping my mouth shut so he can grab more oh. clean. Mm-hmm. So this is something you don't think you would do? No, I don't think so. Call- the only thing I think I would do is, uh, what do they say? Get clipped. The vasectomy. Yeah. That I've contemplated. You that have. I very well might do. But that, what you're talking about, no, I'm good. I think I'm hmm. just fine. Just fine. It costs just over $4,000. Oh, is that all? Yes. To get your testicle sack ironed. No, the ironing is only five seventy-five. Oh, it's a to bargain. To get it lifted, the that's going to be $4,000. So the sack lift is four grand, mm-hmm. and the sack iron... It's five seventy five. Yeah, where the, where the I lays, wonder if they give you a bargain too for let's get say forty two hundred. Like you get your sack lifted and then flat, you get a then, package. Then for your package, out. that's possible, Jerry. <laughs> Stupid. Mm-hmm. That's the next thing in male grooming. Oh yeah. So are you? Have you signed up for it? I have not because you are in your late forties now. Although I'll be honest with you, I uh, trimmed up the other day. It looks like what. Kind of like a grandfather's neck down there. <laughs> why admit that? When it's humid. Even if it does, why admit that? Yeah, I probably shouldn't have. No, thought. you probably shouldn't. I'm going to edit that out. And your out. girlfriend listens to this. I'm going to edit does that she not? out. Well, I guess we'll find out if she <laughs> does. She'll mention this to me. And then how about this, Jerry? Zika concerns at the Olympics. We had talked about that on yes, the show. Adam Silver was talking about this the other day. Uh, Yesterday, who is that? Actually. Adam Silver? the uh, Oh, the NBA commissioner. <laughs> yes. Okay, well, there's a, one of these guys. 
This is a Br- Great Britain long jumper, Greg Rutherford. Oh, yeah, Greg Rutherford. So he wants to go over there because it's a once-in-a-lifetime shot to be in the Olympics. Yeah, sure. But he also is not exactly sure what the Zika virus will do to him, a, a healthy man. Right. So he's uh, freezing his sperm before he goes over there just in case he gets the Zika virus and they later find out it affects your sperm. Right, and then he can just drop it into his wife and they can have healthy children and he doesn't have to worry. Now, how do you freeze sperm? Is it just like what we think? I have no idea. Honestly, I have no idea how they do it. Like, do you think they go in and take the individual sperms or it's the whole... I don't I don't know. The whole tube full? The whole tube full I of stuff. I have no idea. Yeah. I don't get that whole thing. I would think you would know that. Why? Why would I know that? I don't know. I just thought you might. But why? Like, why, what crossed your mind that that said to you, Jerry's the type of guy that would know about frozen sperm? Well, you had mentioned the vasectomy earlier. But what does it have to do with frozen sperm? Because some guys, before they get a vasectomy, they freeze their sperm in case they decide, you know what, I do well, want to I haven't have... gotten that far, and I haven't thought about oh. it enough, and I'm not freezing sperm. Hmm. Have your... you frozen sperm? I have not. Have you sold sperm? I have not. Would you sell sperm? No. If you were broke, sell sperm. I don't think I would. I mean, you have admitted that you've been to a sperm bank before. I was got it on tape. We play the drop. Oh, though I have never been to a sperm bank. That was edited. Oh, all right. Uh, But no, I would not do that. I would feel weird having children that I was unaware of. That seems strange. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. That's why they did that movie with uh, what the hell's his name. I wonder, though, if I would be, uh, based, Vaughn. based on my uh, profile that I would give to a sperm bank, would I would my sperm be sought after? Oh, you'd be very popular. Late 40s, never been married, bald. <laughs> Your nickname is boring. <laughs> I'd call over there. Do you guys need more sperm? Nope, it's still here. No one's interested. <laughs> Oh, man. Have a great day, Al. See ya. It's the Boomer and Carton post-game show. Wow! With the real stars of the show, Al and Jerry.